Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. In depth, verdict reversal in high-profile murder stands out amid exoneration trend. Published by Session Global on September 1st, 2022. Written by Zhang Yichuan and Kelly Wang. Read by Nandini Venkata. Since Chang Ninfeng's wife died in a fire 15 years ago, the Hunan province man has been found guilty of intentional homicide and arson, then had those convictions overturned, and was then later found guilty of the same crimes at the end of last year. The case was gruesome. Around 5am on May 16, 2007, Beijing's fire department found the charred corpse of a woman lying on her back in the makeshift mahjong room of a university faculty dorm at the Central University of Finance and Economics. A fire had been reported earlier. The victim, who goes by the surname Ma, was a 42-year-old teacher who lived there with her then 43-year-old husband, Chang. Chang had insisted on his innocence until police took him into custody around October that year. Days into his detention, he said that he had choked Ma to death during an argument and then had set fire to cover up the murder. A few days later, however, he took it all back, saying that he had only confessed under duress. A court would later overturn his conviction in 2013, only for a higher court in late 2021 to reverse that decision. In other countries, a legal concept known as a double jeopardy prevents a person from being tried for the same crime more than once. China's legal system, however, does not have the same restrictions on trying someone again for the same crime. Still, the case is unusual even for China, where criminal retrials can result in different sentences. That's according to Chen Yongsheng, a professor in criminal procedural law at Peking University Law School. Chen says, There had been situations where the original sentence was relatively light, but after a few years, the same case could be retried and the defendant given a heavier sentence. Chen added, But it is rare to see a verdict change from guilty to innocent and then to guilty again. Chang's case once praised for exemplifying the Chinese judicial system's push towards adopting the principle of innocent until proven guilty, now stands in contrast to a decade-long trend toward rectifying wrongful convictions in China. As Professor Chen Patit, the changed verdict in this case could have a negative impact on the legal system. 
it could further increase the difficulty of correcting wrongful cases. Before the fire Born in Henan's capital, Zhangzhou, in 1963, Chang was the middle child in a family of three children. According to Chinese social media reports, he graduated from Wuhan University in central China's Hubei province with a degree in economics. At the time of his wife's death, Chang was the deputy editor-in-chief of China Electronics News in Beijing, where he was responsible for covering home appliances. Chang and Ma married in 1989. According to court documents obtained by Tsai Shen, 12 years after marrying, they had a son who was diagnosed with autism, who was then sent to a rehabilitation center in the coastal city of Qingdao, that's more than 600 kilometers away from Beijing. Court documents and copies of police records that Tsai Shen saw show that relatives and neighbors had testified that the couple had often argued over their son's care as the high cost had burdened them both financially and psychologically. In those documents, Ma's sister had said it was nothing out of the ordinary for the couple to argue. The day before, Chang had returned from visiting his son in Qingdao. The first conviction. Before his first trial, Chang told police two different versions of what had happened on that fateful day. According to police records, in his initial account, Chang had said that he and his wife had fled their home as soon as they were alerted to the fire, but then they had lost each other while running downstairs. He said that the harsh flames forced him to run back upstairs where he took refuge in a neighbor's home on the fifth floor. He had assumed that Ma had done the same because he heard noises on the floor below. After he was in police custody facing charges, Chung then told a different story. On October 12th, he told police that he and Ma had argued about child care, a quarrel that had turned physical that night, according to the court's verdict from the first trial. Chang then confessed that he had choked Ma for five minutes until she was no longer breathing. He then carried her body to the mahjong room on the first floor and lit a fire to try to cover up the murder. A few days later, Chang switched back to his original story and he said he had confessed under duress from police who had interrogated him at odd hours, physically abused him, denied him proper treatment for his burns, and threatened to kill him. That's according to his lawyer, Zhao Yunhong, who published a book on the case in June. On the day of the fire, hospital staff who treated Chung found that he had second and third degree burns on 18% of his body, according to court documents. Chung said that he got the burns while using his arms to protect his face during the fire. In May 2010, Beijing number one intermediate people's court found that Chang had a realistic criminal motive to commit the crime, which was supported by, quote, clear facts and solid evidence, according to the verdict of the initial trial. 
it found him guilty of intentional homicide and arson and sentenced him to death with a two-year reprieve, effectively suspended death sentence that amounts to a life in prison. The Appeal Chung appealed the verdict. In March 2013, the same court ruled that the evidence presented by the prosecution quote, did not meet the solid and sufficient standard of proof to prove that Chung had committed murder and arson, though it stopped short of throwing out Chung's confession as illegal, according to the court verdict. After a retrial, he was acquitted after spending nearly six years behind bars. Chung's case got a lot of public attention because of the photos of his deformed hands that appeared in the news. Chinese media reported that Chung had accused the authorities of tying his unhealed hands to an iron chair and then conducting lengthy interrogations at irregular hours in order to force a confession out of him. After Chung was detained, police had to send him to a hospital three times for emergency treatment, Zhao, his lawyer, wrote in his book, indicating that violence had been done to Chung's hands during his detention, which was later exacerbated by delaying proper treatment. An April 10th article in the People's Court Daily, which was run by China's highest court, applauded the acquittal, saying it had fully embodied the spirit of the rule of law, in which doubtful crimes should be acquitted. The article also said that practice has proven that only by breaking the concept of presumption of guilt can we dare to correctly look at the complicated evidence with a sceptical attitude in order to find out the truth. Wu Boshin, a professor at China Public Security University, told Sai Shen in 2013 that Chang's case was a major advance in the rule of law in China because it was an example of how China's judicial system was working under the principle of innocent until proven guilty. That same year, China's Ministry of Public Security, Supreme People's Procuratorate, Supreme People's Court, and other parts of the government involved with law enforcement stepped up efforts to prevent and reverse wrongful convictions in response to new guidelines from the Communist Party's Central Political and Legal Affairs Commission. Between 2013 to 2017, Chinese courts threw out 37 major wrongful convictions involving 61 people. That's according to a white paper on legal protection of human rights published by the State Council Information Office in 2017. In 2020, multiple provincial high courts overturned a handful of convictions, with some acquittals coming just days after the initial verdicts. Others, however, didn't get their names cleared until after they had spent decades behind bars. Found guilty again. Shortly after the acquittal, Beijing prosecutors appealed the ruling and they submitted evidence to rebut Chang's theory of police coercion. They also produced expert commentary on the autopsy report and a fire investigation report in an attempt to show that Ma's death and the fire were both intentional. That's all according to court documents. 
The defense also presented expert opinions to try to prove that the autopsy results, which concluded that Ma had died of mechanical suffocation, could not be used to rule out causes of death besides foul play, such as a fall while trying to escape the fire. Zhao, the lawyer, also presented an alternative theory for how the fire started, noting a cigarette butt left behind in the Mahjong room that night could have started the blaze. More than seven years later, on December 28, 2021, the Beijing High People's Court responded to the prosecution's filing and reversed the intermediate court's ruling. The High Court found Chang guilty of murder and arson and gave him a death sentence with a two-year reprieve. Both Zhao and Chen said that the suspended death sentence, which usually results in life imprisonment, was lenient for the crimes suggesting the court had doubts about the evidence. Chen, the professor, said that it looked like a judgment of a court that had wanted some wiggle room. As Chen said, I think it's because of a lack of evidence. Meanwhile, the lawyer, Zhao, saw Chang's case as an argument for the presumption of innocence. As Zhao put it, Insufficient evidence may indeed spare a person, but there are great benefits that come with the improvement in police ability to handle cases, the rule of law, and the concept of innocent until proven guilty. In the end, more people will be saved. Tsai has learned from multiple sources that Chang, who turns 59 in October, is now seeking another appeal.